this series of readings and reflections, highlighting books on yoga and Advaita philosophy, comes from the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism. I am Srimati Karuna, the minister of this church. This week, allow me to direct our attention to the book, Sayings of Shamcharan Lahiri. It is translated by Swami Premananda, the founder of the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism. It is, indeed, a treasure of thoughts on Kriya Yoga and meditation, on the light and life of the soul, and on the pursuit of spiritual realization. Lahiri describes the composite being, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. He said that the functioning of the human body has a twofold purpose. One is the harmonization and coordination of all the faculties of our nervous system. The other is the illumination and revelation of our soul. The body is sacred. It makes possible the conscious awareness of the presence of God within and around us. Lahiri emphasizes that realization of the spiritual ideals is the most difficult, the most difficult of all pursuits in life. Because in order to attain the spiritual ideals, our consciousness must be lifted into the realm of divine realities. Recall what Krishna said to Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita, Indeed, it is extremely difficult to gain the vision of this cosmic form of mine. Even the gods ever long to behold it. We all live and move in infinity, yet few are aware of its eternal presence. We are so identified with the finite, so busy about it, such slaves to it, that we find no inspiration, no time, no courage, no freedom to withdraw ourselves from it, to become calm, so that we may realize the infinity within us. Few there be who know what is good and good for them in life. Fewer still heed what they know to be for the good. And rare is the soul who at last fulfills this birthright by realizing God. Yoga is the realization of God's attributes within us and within the universe around us. The whole creation is the emanation from the cosmic soul. Therefore, all things are sacred in their spiritual essence. Creation is inseparable from the Creator. God is ever present in all things. Yoga 
is living the life of love and service in this realization. Such realization continues within us, even when we become engaged in the performance of our daily duties. Our inner life has a profound effect on our outer life. Our inner life is what may lead us to spiritual idealism and prepare us for constructive action. Swami Premananda begins this little book of sayings from Shamcharan Lahiri with an introduction to the life of Lahiri, a householder and public servant who maintained his pursuit of spiritual realization throughout his life. Listen now to a reading of this introduction by Mike Griffin. Lahari was born in the village of Gurney District, Nadia, Bengal, India, on the 30th of September, 1828. He was well educated, and for this time, he was an accomplished linguist. His scriptural knowledge was extensive and profound. 26 books on philosophy and religion, all in the Bengali language, are credited to his authorship. He was a good athlete, an excellent swimmer, and always the leader of fellow students and friends. From his early childhood, he was very introspective, contemplative, and extremely devout. At the age of 18, he was married to a woman of exceptional piety, devotion, and generosity. They had two sons. Lahari lived the normal life of a householder. He earned a livelihood as a civilian officer in the public works department of the then government of India. He worked with the government for 35 years and retired at the age of 57. He was a liberal, but always a most unassuming patron of scholarship and of religious activities. He was a man of simplicity and refinement. When he was 33, led by divine guidance, Lahari met with and was initiated into Kriya Yoga by his guru Babaji at Rinikyak in the Himalayas. In compliance with his guru's wish, Lahari returned to Benares, a populous city of spiritual, culture, and religious communities, where he lived the rest of his life with his family, friends, and disciples. During that period, men and women of different nationalities and of all stations of life and of all faiths and religions, monastics and householders, came to him for spiritual light and received initiation into Kriya Yoga. Kriya Yoga was not only a scientific technique of meditation, but also a profound philosophy of God-realization. Lahari hardly completed his 67th year. It was the hour of the setting sun on the autumn day of September 26, 1895. This day, disciples and friends in unusual numbers gathered around him. 
and Lahari, with sublime serenity and compassionate kindness, told them that he was preparing to renounce his mortal garb. He asked them to join with him in meditation. Sitting in lotus posture, Lahari soon became completely absorbed in profound contemplation. Within a short period of time, he entered into Mahashmari, the conscious ascendance of the soul through Shahashmaram, the mystic thousand-petaled lotus, into the light and perfection of God. Lahari is reverently called Lahari Mahashaya, and in recognition of this supreme realization through Kriya Yoga, he is proclaimed as a Yogavatar. In him we find a perfect example of the truth that while living the normal home life of love and service, one can attain to the highest state of the realization of God within his pure and enlightened consciousness. He, above all others in recent times, has proven by his personal life and example that every man during his sojourn on earth is capable of attaining the realization of God and that it is not necessary for him to lead a life of monasticism or severe austerity in order to gain the revelation of the Supreme Self. This introduction to the life of Lahiri certainly impresses upon our minds and hearts the significance of leading the life of soul in pursuit of that spiritual realization within us. Even in the midst of our responsibilities of family and work, of the sensory world in this earthly plane of existence. And yet these circumstances never limit us, never preclude us from being able to realize the life of soul, the immortal life of soul. There are many poignant Insightful expressions offered by Lahiri and translated by Swami Premananda in this book, but one which brings a vivid image to my mind is a section entitled Mystic Day and Night. In this section, Swamiji describes the light of God as the day of the soul. The day unveils the hidden beauty of divine qualities and reveals the glory of the inner spirit. And there is also the mystery of the night. Night as the darkness of ego, wherein finite concepts and negative thoughts hide the perception of soul and the vision of God. Ego rules the nights wherein mind slumbers in forgetfulness of soul. Lahiri refers to the divine day of light and the night of inner darkness in a mystic language. Creation is called the night of God because all the perfection and divine attributes are not fully revealed in or by the universe of cosmic creation 
the transcendental state of being wherein divinity shines is called the mystic day of God. By the practice of Kriya, subjective meditation, consciousness is illumined by the inner light of soul. This mystic light casts no shadow. This next reading comes at the very end of Swami Premananda's introduction. The guiding light of the life of Yogavatar Lahari Mahashaya was the philosophy and idealism of his own guru, Mahavatar Babaji, who expressed them to his worthy disciple in these words, God dwells equally in all. I serve God in all. May you realize and practice this truth. Let us conclude now with Lahiri's thoughts of the composite being. The faculties of the senses are for the service of the soul. The powers of the mind are for self-enlightenment. The love of the heart is the supreme power. The divine qualities of the soul are for the revelation and realization of the perfection of God. When our mind and consciousness are established on our soul, as a matter of natural consequence, we will realize the glory of God within and around us. This and all other publications of the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism are available through our website. I encourage your interest and pursuit of study, reading, and reflection.